This is I'll Add It to the List with Brian and Cynthia Zalkowski, a podcast in which we go over our opinions of music, media, and everything in between. So sometimes when I talk to guests about our podcast, I'll like say, uh, patronizing myself, I guess, music, media, and everything in between. And then I kind of laugh after it and I'm like, oh, they haven't heard the show, so they don't get that's a joke. It's always a joke. <laughs> Everything's a joke. Sometimes. <laughs> you know my rationale to do things. Oh, is it funny? Then I'll do it. <laughs> it's Maybe. always funny. And yeah. Until Brian gets hurt. <laughs> Then it's then even it's more really funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to I'll add it to the list. Hurt dicks more. <laughs> yeah, hurting dicks one. I'll add it to the list. I'll add it to the hurt dicks. <laughs> yeah, welcome everybody again. Hey friends. Hope you enjoyed the Devin Townsend episode. Yeah. Oh, I saw the album cover again today, and I was like, ugh. Didn't enjoy it. How, how was your week, Cynthia? It was all right. We had like a fun time yesterday. Did some cross country skiing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we did some photo shoots. Yeah. For, yeah, that for was fun. a band. Yeah. A band album cover, but we won't give any details no. into that. But be looking, looking out. Be looking. For that sweet drop <laughs> 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 of my body. You won't be able to see my face. <laughs> That is true. So this week we had an album to listen to. It was my choice to pick. Yes. And I kind of thought about it and I was going all over the place on what I wanted to pick. Um, There was a lot of classic albums that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. There was some stuff that I really enjoy, but it's kind of like, do I save something for another person or do I do it for you? And I was thinking and do thinking, it for me. do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking and thinking, and I'm like, what album would possibly Cynthia enjoy? And I was kind of thinking back to like last year and what came out, and it was like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a crazy ton of amazing, amazing things, right? But there was a handful of albums that were absolutely amazing, and I was like, hmm, what was the most fun album that came out last year? And what was it, Brian? <laughs> for me, I thought the new Thief album was the most yeah. fun. Um, so Thief is a band, uh, LA, California. It's um, an ex-botanist. If anybody's familiar with botanist, the the band, the, the black metal band that has hammered dulcimers instead of guitars. So, oh, you're saying guillotine. I'm guillotine. like, well, I don't think that band's going to last long. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked um, I picked Thief, who is actually Dylan Neal, um, who was a hammered dulcimer player for Botanist Fall Band. That's so awesome. And um, Dylan released an album called The 16 Deaths of My Master as Thief last year, and it was the most fun album Yeah, I've heard in a bit. And it kind of brought me back... To oh man, like the two the early two thousands and the kind of music that was getting played back then. Back kind of in my goth age of yeah. being like this is edgy and um, you know, things that are kind of like tinged with mm-hmm. alternative and pop and industrial and just darkness. And um 
this is just a super fun album. Um, when I say super fun, it's a very dark album. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> not like for me Katy Perry fun. No, 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 it's not <laughs> Katy Perry fun. But it's just a really fun album um, because it's it's extremely catchy. Yeah, it's extremely catchy. It's extremely poppy. Mm-hmm. It's very electronic, but it's got this dark grittiness, and I mean, just like the certain topics that are covered in this album and yeah. some of the lyrical themes, and it's like, all right, yeah, this is this is fucking like with like all the demonology references mm-hmm. and uh, drug abuse. Um, I think uh, yeah. a couple of the. Um, personal experiences and dreams that Dylan had. He took from a uh, different rebellion, grief, addiction, mysticism, spiritual horror. So it's kind of all over the place um, when it comes but, like, to dark things. Yeah, very very dark. Yeah. So hopefully he's feeling a little better because I can definitely tell that there's some darkness in this album. But yeah, as someone who else does that does music, um, it's always good to get it written and done and out and it's kind of like a weight healing. off your shoulders yeah. it's healing so um what did it what did you think i really liked it um well <laughs> i just i really enjoyed it some some parts i felt like were like okay i felt like it was a little too long for my personal taste um but that i mean overall i really did enjoy it mm-hmm yeah, no, it, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's 16 songs. Um, I think it runs a little around an hour, maybe. Yeah. I think close to an hour. Um, so it, it is a bit to undertake, and especially with doing um, an album that has 16 songs, uh, it's not all hit. So there is some hit and miss on yeah. this album. There's some weaker tracks. There's, um, you know, just a couple tracks that are good, but when they stand on their own they're okay right but when you kind of put it into the context of having 16 songs there definitely could have been a couple songs that kind of fallen out but i don't know if there's a numeral numeral like uh relevance of the number 16 right and the 16 with the 16 deaths of my master but um maybe there had to been 16 tracks i'd like to know so but yeah maybe i don't know i just too long too long too long all right you want to get into kind of rundown well i guess i get this um this album did come out last year uh august 27th of 2021 it came out on prophecy productions um so i always refer to them as property prophecy records but i'm guessing that it's just the productions um but like i said yeah dylan um ex-botanist hammer doll summer player and mm-hmm. you can definitely hear some of the hammer dulcimer. Well, on this not album. only that, like a lot of like I feel like the hammer dulcimer is super obscure, but there's like organ and harpsichord in this mm-hmm. as well, which I really love. I'm like, yeah, let's get edgy. It makes it kind of gives that like vampire 
<laughs> well, yeah, speak, <laughs> speaking of like dip, yeah, because you have the um, the harpsichord and the organ, uh-huh. and then um, all the like the choir chants, yeah, and the different vocal manipulation on the choir, right? Chants. Like the pitch shift on some mm-hmm. of the choir chants. That was so awesome. That was so cool. But when you reference vampires, one thing that had played in my head because mm-hmm. going back to like the early two thousands, goth age, yeah, of, like when Brian was into goth stuff, I was still into goth stuff very hardcore i just don't look it um oh, it's like i felt like this could have been a fucking soundtrack to like blade yeah like yeah. even with like the demon like the demon references and things mm. like that it also referenced in my mind like some vampire visuals yeah and i just imagine like i think it was it's been a while since i've seen all the blade mm. movies but i think it was the second one when they had or there probably was a party in both of them where they were at the club and oh, it was like, I said that about a song, but not like that particular. Rest- but to continue your story, yeah. honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like a vampire club. Yeah, and well, I like- wrote like a European enemy in a movie, or like the villain, and you all, you know how in a lot of spy movies you're going to somebody's strip club who is the villain, and this would be playing in their European like strip the club. Lord, come to my my strip club. <laughs> I got more like. Was there a certain uh, song that you felt that? Yeah, it was. I wrote it down. Do, do, do. Boom, 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 it was boom, boom. Fire in the Land of Endless Rain. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was a, that was definitely a little bit like more a of a... Like a club kid. Yeah. But European... <laughs> I would I would have definitely put in that one. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I'm going to get into it now, but just one of my least favorite tracks on the album. Yeah. It was just kind of, um, I don't know, it's, it was just, it didn't stand out as much as a lot of the other tracks. No, I, that was the only, like, I thought that was funny. That's why I wrote it down. I really just <laughs> didn't. <laughs> that th- wasn't my favorite one. The one thing I did notice is there's a lot of, I don't know if Dylan was going for kind of that old school electronic alternative. Yeah. Like, electronic feel of the early 2000s, um, but... There's a lot of Chino, like, yeah, like crosses, Deftones esque worship on this. Mm-hmm. There's like a little bit of like Radiohead esque worship. I yeah. feel in a certain spots. Um, definitely some like Portishead. I felt I put like Bjork and Manson. Yep, Bjork and Manson. Yeah, Ugh. little <laughs> song. <laughs> Not the Bjork part. The the Manson, Manson part. Yeah. No, well, I feel like the Manson stuff's kind of just generic as when i can say like the early 2000s like industrial yeah like alternative rock um like orgy and manson oh, and yeah. even like we're... there's there's like there was like a lot of like um percussion that reminded me of nine inch nails um you know just certain like cymbal hits that was kind of very um, right similar to um somewhat damaged nine inch nails uh-huh. um it, it kind of it's a symbol hit that almost sounds like a siren where it's like ding 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 right um i've really enjoyed that the production on this is just flawless yeah too. it is it definitely is but it was funny that you got like the early 2000s vibe because i also wrote like the song night spikes yeah sounds like it would be for like uh, 2003 fa- fashion show. Like yeah, well, that was the one that had like show. the hip hop flow to right. it with the lyrical flow. Um, but it also had like a really nice like runway beat that you yeah. would strut to. You know, it was, and it kind of like reflected uh, fashion at that time too, which was like super like industrial, kind of like 
futuristic, but their like idea futuristic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a cool like to see that throughout this music too. Yeah. No, and I know that you didn't check out any of the um, the older albums, but nope. the older albums were a little bit more minimalistic as far as they weren't as, like as catchy. It was almost like they were more. I don't want to say ambient pieces. Mm-hmm. But they were a little bit more stripped down, that it wasn't as diverse in the songs. Right. It wasn't as catchy. You know, it was still catchy a little bit like vocally, but it wasn't as like meant to be. I would say it's less pop. This right. one had more of a uh, pop that, background. And that's why I liked this um more because it had such a poppy background. Yep. I feel like without all the other like things going on, it, I really wouldn't be too much about it. I'd probably tune it out. <laughs> no, and, and two when we when I was kind of going through albums to listen to, um, when I was flipping through albums in my head, and I was like, well, let me put it on real quick and see how like test the waters with you. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah, let's do that because it was like the first two tracks with Under King. Oh and, yeah, uh, Bootleg Blood. Right. Um, very like sexy sounding. Yeah. And you were like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Well, because it reminds me of that Letterkenny show, which I really don't enjoy that much, but those like weirdo kids that <laughs> dance and that it sounds like music that they would listen to to dance. Yeah, the techno goth kids. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the cyber, uh, cyber goths. Oh, yeah. I tune that show out a bunch, <laughs> but <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. No, I um, I'm glad that you got something from it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to go over like some of your favorite tracks? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like the the overall flow of the album did have a really nice flow. Now, some sections were a little too long, where I was like, "All right, move on." Yep. Like, uh, uh, like the teenage Satanist and Scorpion Mother. I just, I was like, okay, we've heard this. Let's, let's no, Teenage Satanist is one of my favorites. I know it is. That, that <laughs> fucking beat, uh, that bass line in that thing. Teenage Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> up, what's up? All right. No, that was, one, that was one of my favorites. Um, I know. I just... Uh, and Scorpion Mother... Kind of, well, one sort of theme, um, especially in the last album, too, is there's very... Um, like uh, Middle Eastern desert esque yeah. kind of vibe going on on some of the tracks uh, lyrically too, and one thing this album kind of brings back to me is uh, I know you haven't played Diablo two, but there's a lot of themes in this that kind of took me back to like Diablo two. You sound with, like a loser. Like <laughs> Scorpion Mother, and then um, I think two Fire in the Land of Endless Rain had like this vibe of the second act in Diablo 2 which was a desert act. Oh, oh cool. Maybe we should play that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a shame that it got re-released as, you know, as single player still. I was hoping they did a PVP. Oh, where I like, could play local. too. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I can only last like 5 minutes before I fall asleep to that show or that <laughs> game. You can only last 5 minutes me too, yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I like it. But I got a lot of Diablo two vibes from this album too which also brings me back to like the early 2000s right that's There's a lot what of i was doing i was either playing diablo 2 or downloading porn and jerking off jesus but it's, it's fun to like kind of revisit like the early 2000s you think about that and you're like oh this is like an updated version because we're like 20 years from that you know yeah. like it's fun to hear those themes but kind of like 
progressed a little for, uh, further, you know? Yeah, with, I mean, I wouldn't even say with better production. The production was phenomenal. Yeah. But the production, even back then, um, was really good um, as right. far as a lot of the projects. Even like when we, uh, with Devin Townsend last week, that production from 97 was pretty fucking flawless as far as. I don't remember that album at this time. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it cuts deep. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Thanks for promoting. But the production on this, and I know that Dylan did majority of the production himself. Um, I think he had somebody else help out for a little bit, mm-hmm. but majority was done by himself. And um, I mean, it's it's just flawless. And, and coming from the second album to this one, and it's just like night and day. What he's going for i completely support it I'm, I'm such a fan of yeah making it catchier making it more accessible um but it's fucking dark <laughs> <laughs> oh another movie i uh, i would thought about too was constantine yeah i never never, never seen constantine either. yeah <clears throat> yeah he was thinking of constantine too it just but that's also in that era i think of like the you know when the mid 2000s i think is when constantine came out right but with like demons and stuff and right. just like i don't know it's just like that edgy i like it pictured like matrix yeah like a well, little bit of the that's matrix understandable but i've never i haven't seen all of it but because keanu reeves was in matrix the matrix yeah, everyone and he wore those sunglasses and it's kind <laughs> yeah. of that edgy um i even thought of like devil's advocate yeah um, oh yeah weird the, movie yeah, yeah. Just like that, the, that very like almost like sophisticated demon right. vibe, you know, minus the blade references. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any more sophisticated than the blade trilogy. No. <laughs> um, what other songs did um did you really enjoy? I really or liked. What, um, you didn't say anything that you enjoyed yet. Do you? <laughs> I mean, I I liked Night Spikes. Um, Night Spikes was good. Yeah, that's a super good one. Uh, Apple Eaters, really liked that one. Yeah, and I, that was the first song that they released off of this. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a it's a has a really good flow. It just super sexy, and if it makes me feel good about myself <laughs> when yeah. I listen to it, go for it. You know. Um, it had that Radiohead vibe, which the uh, idiotic, idiotiquette. Yeah, idiotiquette. Idiotiquette. Is that how you're supposed to say it? I think so. I don't know. I'm fucking dyslexic. I never said it out loud because <laughs> I didn't want to say it wrong. No, it's got that kind of like disjointed idiotiquette. Yeah. Uh, drum beat to it. So. <laughs> yeah, it does. But um, no, that one kind of stood out too on the album because it sounds a lot different with the disjointed vocals. Yeah, because it was like a lot of call, like not callback stuff, but the um, there would be a couple tracks of vocals where you'd have like the uh, da, 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 with like another vocal track yeah. that kind of continued it, and then it would come back in with that next. So it was a lot of back and forth um, callbacks. Oh man, I'm trying to think of what it is. Um, it's a it's a marking in music where when you have that on top of the note, you sing that like louder than the rest, and it was like it was every other note they were singing had that accent. Yeah, it's probably accent mark that I'm trying to think of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> silly Cynthia. Um, yeah, and I that's a really difficult vocal technique to actually like accomplish to have that kind of like bum. Um, but you feel the echo of it almost. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it there. <laughs> well, that's kind of the the production in the album. Um, you know, with a Definitely lot of the cool little things. Yeah, those cool little effects. I'm always a big fan of um, of different panning effects too, and I, I like the fact that there's a lot of really cool panning effects on this album. Oh man, what so you did got... you? So 
And then Lover Boy, really great chorus. Mm-hmm. Really liked that one. Um, and the last track uh, was probably one of my favorites. Seance for yeah. eight oscillators. Oh, I kept reading it as oscillators. It is oscillators. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Cynthia. Oscillators um, is the southern slang for it. <laughs> oscillators. Like uh, us people from Baltimore, they call water. I don't ever say water. that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's water. It is water. Um, and I really liked that because it kind of had like this reflective kind of feel. I really liked the transition from the like middle songs I started to like. And then they had like that instrumental track in the middle and they had one more song before it, mm-hmm. um, which I think was Gorland, right? Gorland? Gorlord. Gorlord. Well, whatever. No, I, I like that one that. a lot. I like the really kind of oh cannibalism was a really nice transition to the end. I didn't, I didn't, I thought cannibalism was one of the weaker tracks. It was, it wasn't super strong, but I do feel like it was necessary. To I think kind yeah, of it set was that pace. It was in a good spot on the album yeah. to just kind of like give you this little breather. I think before like that last track because the last right. track was super catchy. Mm-hmm. It just kind of gave you. It was it was like an after the after the album mint right. Oh, I wrote a really nice note. Aww. It's like when we used to hike up to look at the sunset, um, and it's like looking out over the mountains and lakes but together everything's with hell. you. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, it just, it felt complete. It felt comforting, you yep. know? No more crazy demons. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I guess it was it was it kind a of like a, a wash of of the uh, the darkness of the mm-hmm. album. It does it did seem like the clouds kind of parted right. on that song. Right. I got sort of the same vibe a little bit from Crestfaller. Yeah, um, that also had that really solid chorus. It was very similar. Um, I really, oh, had that harpsichord in it too. That had the harpsichord. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Grave Dirt. That one also had. I just I really like those like darker kind of like electronic bass driven songs those ones really stuck out to me yeah and grave dirt really was one of those and it also had that cool like um choir chant and uh oh yeah that's the only part of that song i liked um <laughs> that choir sample yeah because <laughs> they had like a the neat like pitch shift um with it it was really cool yep. to hear that like nobody really cool moving hear it and nobody gets hurt something like that sorry dylan if i fuck it up <laughs> yeah i really liked that one. Oh, goreland i wrote gorelord gorelord whatever i wrote goreland in my notes because i write them who knows i said ugh sounds like a manson song Gross, ew. <laughs> i mean that's why i like it <laughs> probably I, I grew up on manson and like i said before he's a complete shithead and i don't fucking he's terrible to women yeah, he is horrible to women but I Don't still give him your can't, money. I still can't stop listening. Or support. Sorry, guys. That's my opinion. No, I mean, for me personally, um, my like standout tracks, I think Under King was a great start song. Yeah. Um, it set you up for the tone of the album. Um, so I put that one in as one of my favorites. Uh, Teenage Satanist, that fucking groove. Uh, Gorelord, Apple Eaters, I like Night Spikes. Uh, grave dirt, crestfaller, and seance of eight oscillators. <laughs> yeah, I it was a it was a nice album to listen to. I really did enjoy it. 
Um, and it didn't feel like a job to listen to. Mm-mm. No. Like I said, it's a fun album to just put on. I listened to it last year, so it was August. So I think I was possibly like getting stuff ready for winter with cutting wood. Oh, yeah. So you just slam it on and just kind of like just jam to it. Like it's it's a good I don't want to say pop album, but Right. Vampire pop album. It's <laughs> <laughs> vampire horror pop album. All right. All right, I'll take that. Yep. Oh, so what did you rate it, babe? I rated I went gut. I went with an 87. Oh, I went with an 80 BPMs. With 80? Yeah. Nice. I, re- I did enjoy it. There's there. I'll probably go back and listen to I really liked doing my makeup to this because it made me feel like really hot. Check out the, um. so he released a single as well with Botanist mm-hmm. as a split. Oh, cool. So check that out too. That was yeah. released, I think, right before this, I think. Mm-hmm. So you might you're gonna like that too. That that's a pretty yeah. good song. Yeah, I mean I enjoyed listening to Botanist when we do it. Um, I remember like driving to Ocean City mm-hmm. for our like little mini vacation together. Our first vacation, our only vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Botanist is very very different. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. They're not vampire pop. <laughs> no, they're more uh, beautiful harpsichord black metal. Yeah. Not harpsichord, hammered dulcimer. What? Right. I was like, I don't think it's harpsichord. No, but it's whatever. not harpsichord. <laughs> I was going to let you say that and then chuck about <laughs> it next week when I hear it. No, but if anybody hasn't checked out Thief yeah, go or check Botanist, it out. Right. please go check them out because they're probably. Well, Botanist is going to be the most fucking strange thing you're going to hear. And Thief might wind up being the most dark and unusually catchy thing you'll hear right super catchy like in the past 10 years 10 to 15 years yeah was there any tracks that you absolutely hated that manson one and i didn't absolutely (laughs) shut up i just didn't when i hear manson it makes me feel uncomfortable and i don't i don't like that that's understandable it's like, just a tenor, though. It's it's one of those things when you hear something and you're like, that's Tom York-esque. Right. That's Manson-esque. Right. You know, it's, it's just something that's ingrained in uh, musical culture of just a tone. Right. And I can just say that if it sounds Manson-esque and if that bugs you, say it's, uh, what the hell's his name? Um, I can't remember. But the guy who sings an orgy. Just say it's orgy-esque. I don't know what they sound like off the top of my head. Jay Gordon. I think his name's Jay Gordon. So just say, that's Jay Gordon-esque. I don't know what they sound like, so I can't say that. See, I don't get that. I just, I I just don't like the way Manson sounds. It makes me feel like there's a person putting their hands on me that I don't want, and I feel very uncomfortable. It's because you don't like the drugs. That was stuck in my head this week, and I just wanted to bash my head against the wall. Oh, my God. That that sucked so bad when that was stuck in my head for a day. Maybe I'll pick a Manson album. Please don't. I actually adjusted my pick for next week. Okay. So. Right. Because we... I didn't want you to be a dickhead to me and, like, pick something. Even though my reasoning for, like, trying to pick Beach House was. Um, so you were going to pick Beach House and you yeah. didn't? 
I'm not going to now. Okay. That's why I kept trying to pull up my phone to see what uh, the name of the album is because I don't remember it. But I'll pull it up when I the opportunity comes to say it. <laughs> um, no, our like song that we danced to at our quote unquote cookout wedding um, was a beach house song, and like Valentine's Day is coming up, and it's like sweet and romantic, and it just didn't sit right with me and I'm like, well, what's a really romantic album between Brian and I? And I actually heard it at work the other day and I was like, oh man, I'm really craving listening to that. Oh, so what are we going to listen to? We are going to listen to... She doesn't even know the album. I know who... Who's it by? Uh, We are going to be... Don't play it. Uh, Do-do-do. Don Golden. Oh, fuck yes. And we're going to be doing the album Still Life. I love this album. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm pretty pumped. I heard it at work and I was like, what a good oh, what a good man. good transition from Thief though to uh, Don Golden. Right. It it felt really nice and we I don't know, we have really nice times together when we listen to this album. Hell yeah. No, so I was I'm like, super I pumped. It appropriate for Valentine's Day. Yeah, so if anybody uh wants to go listen ahead of time, um, it's the album from Dawn Golden. Mm-hmm. It's called Still, Still Life. Life. Yeah. And it's a electronic pop yeah. uh, project. Good songs to fuck to. Yeah, good songs yeah. to fuck to. <laughs> and honestly, uh, 16 Deaths of My Master got a couple good songs to fuck to as right, well. Right, I know. Uh, but that's like. Nobody Still moves life. and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Still life is like making love. Uh, Sixteen deaths to my master. Uh, those are fucking. Is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you bust out the fucking uh, the wall dildos. Jesus. It's like somebody's having a good time. <laughs> Stick them to the wall, and oh my whoever God. gets it in we their hole. The, oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I had another funny note from Night Spikes. I totally forgot about it. But I don't know. Um, I all I said is, I did kill God. Oh, I get did kill God, and I fucked the witness. I love that line so much. It's yeah. so funny how he says it. <laughs> I did kill God, and I fucked the witness. Well, it's it's like a callback <laughs> phrase to the the first verse, right? Which is, I didn't kill God, but I killed the witness, or, or something some, like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that, but. Yeah, I mean it's we're gonna I'm gonna keep this one a pretty short episode. Um Yeah. I've got nothing else to say about it. I mean this no, is it's it's just a good. it's it was a good it was a good time to go back and re listen to something <laughs> listen to like three or four months ago, like religiously. Yeah. And um I mean it's just got a good flow. It feels good. So Yeah. Hope everybody enjoyed Yeah, go li- give this a listen. Uh I will it's worth your time. You're not going to waste it. No. And it, it, with the 16 tracks, it does go by quick because of it, it being more popular. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, you going to call it there? Yeah, sure. Unless you wanted to talk about Jackass. No. We saw that the other day. <laughs> no, it was really good. That was really good. I'm glad they had a woman on it finally who did pranks. Yeah. Only like a handful of things. Honey, she got stung in the fucking face by a scorpion. Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> Eric Andre's on it too, and I love him. Spoiler too. alert. Oh, and uh Tyler the Creator, which is a callback. Call Another spoiler a callback alert. Back a couple weeks ago. 
<laughs> it was so nice to see like it was good to see Jackass again. Right. I do want to rewatch to the old friends. episodes. And also, yeah. too, like, I got Cynthia to listen to the Wizard and the Bruiser Jackass yeah. uh, overview. Oh, man. We might be watching Wild Boys tonight. Wild Boys. No. Wild Boys, Wild Boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they put the dick on you? Macaque. <laughs> <laughs> They've joked about that monkey like a million times. You remember that skit? Yeah. They're like, macaque is hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. So, <laughs> thank you for listening. I'll add it to the list. Like Thanks, I said, guys. next week we're doing Dawn Golden, Still, Still Life. Life. So yeah. listen to it and Have tell us what you it. think. Yeah, Or masturbate. That works too. Do a back-to-back. <laughs> and then compare. <laughs> and then compare. So we'll see you guys next week. Night-night, friends. Night-night.